out there in podcast land, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where we always have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Adam. I'm joined by the Maestro. <laughs> mm. oh, okay. That's him. And there's there's Cowboy over there. Yeah. Some uh, oh, lovely things that's happening. I love your... Very confusing. I don't even know what to call him. Yeah. My areolas. <laughs> this week we're watching 1986 Howard the Duck. Yes. This is uh, Maestro's birthday pick. <laughs> we each get a pick once a year for our birthdays. I, <laughs> I forwent I for mine and gave it to Cowboy because we had the same, it would have been the same week basically that we did the show. And he chose the um, little puppet things. No, Dark that, Crystal. That was my thankful movie. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's right. Uh-oh. Wait, my birthday pick was Inner Space. Yes. Right. Why did I... Oh, Inner Space. Okay, that's right. I gave up... Whatever, we're good. <laughs> anyway, this movie was directed by Willard Huyck. H-U-Y-C-K. Huyck? 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 <laughs> Say it like a duck. Maybe yeah. it'll sound better. <laughs> well, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> uh, this stars Leah Thompson. Yes. sick-sounding duck. Jeffrey Jones, Tim Robbins... And then uh, eight people that are <laughs> credited for being Howard the Duck. Eight people? Uh, we have Ed Gale. Okay. The voice was Chip Zine. Okay. Also credited as Howard the Duck was uh, Tim Rose, Steve Sleep, Peter Bard, Mary Wells, Lisa Strutz, and Jordan Prentice. What, did you do all the like um, animatronics? I guess. Maybe they all mm. were in the costume at one point. There's a lot of people playing a duck, which seems like... They all look the same, maybe. Right. <laughs> Let's do the synopsis, then we'll get into our thoughts about the movie. A sarcastic humanoid duck is pulled from his homeworld to Earth, where he must stop a hellish alien invasion with the help of a nerdy scientist, a cute, struggling female rock singer who fancies him. Mm. I ask this every week. Have you seen this movie before, Maestro? Of course. Yes, I, I certainly hope so. This is your birthday pick. Right? When was the last time you saw this movie? I was 10. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Cowboy, have you seen this movie before? Yes. When when's the last time you saw it? Probably about thirty years ago. Oh my god! And this is you guys. When I was ten. You, you guys were very excited about about having this movie on. Yes. Because we okay, this movie we saw so long ago, but we remember everything. I it's got, that memorable for you, us when we were children. You, you lulled me into a thinking it was going to be an okay movie. How do but, I? How do by you, the excitement? How did, like, oh, I yeah. lull, How could I lull you to anything? Everything you was, know, I watch. You hate. I know. I mean, yeah, maybe, because, maybe I, it was Cowboy's additional enthusiasm. Yeah, it was a double team. I'm like, all right, if if you pick it, Maestro, I'd be like, all right, I'm uh, skeptical. Cowboy's on board. Oh, but, all right. but you found out why I was on board, though. Right? Yes. Now, now I know. Why were you on board? Because I, 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 I knew he was going to hate it. Yeah. <laughs> My work here is done. <laughs> yes. I should have known after your Dark Crystal pick that uh, was what I was in for with these puppet type of things. See, this is the thing about it, though. You got two co-hosts that yeah. are willing to do anything and everything to make sure you watch the worst movie possible. Fantastic. But we always slip in a good one, so you have to watch them. Just I so know. And that's what keeps throwing me off. I know, right? You're like, you're like a bunch of shit, and then here's the one like, okay, wait. Maybe they're not all bad. Maybe this one's going to be one of the good ones. <laughs> I no. know, right? <laughs> Are you going to go back through the year's new percentages? <laughs> I, th- I think I, I might need to. Then I can start gauging my responses to the movies based on percentages. But now that you know I'm going to do that, you're going to try to mess with the system. <laughs> oh, yeah. House always wins, man. All right. 
So let's talk about the movie. Uh, let's pr- pretend like uh, for some reason 30 years ago we all walked out of the movie theater together. Uh, and now we just. So we're all 10 years old? Fine. I don't th- could we have watched this movie when we were 10 years old? Like in the movie theater? Uh, well, I would have been two years old at this point. Yeah. Oh my god! I would have been seven. So you know, okay. Mm. All right, it's twenty years ago. Let's say yeah. <laughs> we're coming out of theater twenty years ago. Uh, this, this film has been out for fourteen years. I didn't know you twenty, 20 years 20, ago. Wait, uh, it's <laughs> true. Anyway, all right. Give me your thoughts about the movie. Why? Mostly, why did you pick this? Why? Why is this happening to us? Uh, to me? <laughs> to why are we watching this? Okay, so <laughs> it was like the pinnacle of like '90s sci-fi for me. Because it had pretty much everything from space craziness, aliens, animatronics, puppet-wearing people, and really hot women. It's like... Okay. It's... I'm not going to argue with that point. Yeah. It's like everything in the 90s that you were expecting from a sci-fi film. It's right there. And I think that's the reason why the film wasn't even made to begin with. I don't know because I didn't do any research on it. I just... That's how I felt. Okay. So I'm like, oh, this is like the pinnacle of all science fiction and how badly it did. So I'm like, yeah, let's watch it. All right. I, I remember as a kid watching this movie, thinking it was, it was pretty cool. This is a pretty cool movie. Maybe, maybe at the time. No, yeah, I remember as a kid, it's a pretty cool movie. Watching it just the other day, like, this is... <laughs> it's sort of like I liked it as much as I like the Dark Crystal now, but it's more nostalgia like okay. than it is. This movie's cool. Uh, I liked the beginning of the movie when he's going through and you see, you know, I'm not talking about the duck titties. Oh, that's okay. In the bathtub. As a kid, I was like, oh my God, you know, I felt, but no, like reading the magazine, play duck and, and all the, the, the different things in a duck world. Right. That was, that was very confusing to me at the beginning because I, from what all I know about the movie is that this is Howard the Duck. He's the only duck in a human world. Yes. Then the movie opens up and it's a duck world. It's a ducky duck world, man. Yeah, and I was very confused. Like, wait, maybe I don't know what this movie is about at all. And then the whole thing happens where he gets sucked through the walls and you see the duck boobs, which are humany. Which I was, I was I've been wondering this is is that would that be considered nudity? Because it's it's yeah, I think it'd be ducktity. Mm. Duck, duckity, duckity. <laughs> duck, 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 I don't know. I don't know how you pronounce that. Right. But it's uh, what's this movie rated? By the way, I should I should find. I that don't know. Question. But at seven years old, this is probably the first movie that I was I watched where um, you saw a girl in her underwear. Oh, yeah. oh, Leah, oh. Leah Thompson. Hello. Oh, Leah Thompson. By this the way, rated PG. <clears throat> this is a PG movie, and we see duck boobs. But I guess because they're ducks. It's not real nudity, yeah, so you can't. I, yeah, I guess. Oh my! I mean, come on! In cartoons, you see the ducks. Nay, I mean, Daffy Duck doesn't wear any clothes. Yeah, ever. Right. And Donald Duck is def- definitely. He's, he's wearing pants. a shirt, but he's got no pants on. Right. Ever. Yeah, and Winnie the Pooh, same thing. He's just hanging, hanging out there. Right. He's just a shirt. Silly. Yeah, I, I was watching the movie, and I made a little connection. Uh, Leah Thompson. Okay. Right? Was also the mother in Back to the yes, Future. Yes, Mrs. McFly. I want you to look at this, Howard the Duck. Yes. Is that the same font? <laughs> right? Is he? <laughs> it's like Back to the Future, Howard the Duck. Oh, my. Huh. Same colors. Yeah. Same, like, 
uh, it's and yeah, no, but I did a little um, history on uh, Leah Thompson. Yeah, apparently she sucked as an actress before Back to the Future, and then after Back to the Future, pretty much had the ability to pick any movie she wanted. Absolutely, right? And she picks Howard the Duck as yes. the next movie See, to do. I don't. Why would you? Why did I? I? I will say the one thing I did do about the movie was my renewed love for Leah Thompson. Because <laughs> it's, it's been a while. It's back to the Future, I remember oh, yeah. thinking like, oh man. And then I, she she reminded me of, uh, I, don't, I don't think it was the same girl, but uh, Caroline in the City. Uh, that's a TV show I used to like. Uh, maybe it is the same person. Sarah Jessica Parker? No, that's Sex in the City. Ah. How dare you. Uh, oh. Oh, Leah is- Thompson. Yes. Yes. Caroline in the City, it was a, it was a sitcom uh, that... Aired for like one season, two seasons, three seasons. I think the the, the premise is kind of like uh, Sex and the City, where she was a writer, a blog, journalist. Barry Tyler Moore. I don't know. I remember really liking that show, Uh, and I I think at the time I didn't make the connection that this is the same. This is Marty Marty McFly's mom, Uh, but I just remember really really enjoying it. She did a good job, and then seeing her in this way, all right, I'm I'm on board. You remember I told you the uh, principal from Ferris Bueller. Was in it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Does he ever play a good guy? I think he's always just mom and dad saved the earth. Evil. He's a good guy in that movie. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Also, uh, partially in Beetlejuice. Um, well, at the end. Oh, at okay. The end. All right. Yeah. As soon as I saw him on screen, like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna screw somebody over here. This is this is this is bad vibes. Did you like him in this one? It was funny, right? Ah, uh, it, it, it was all it was all over the top. Everything. Everything in this movie was kind of just like, what is happening? And why is this happening? I was very confused about every every aspect of it. Okay, I don't get First it. First of all, the animatronics freaked me out. Which it, ones? It didn't... The duck. <laughs> that was the animatronic, was it? I thought it was all like... Know. It was a puppety kind of thing. And in fact, I, I just re- uh, recently watched this uh, thing on Netflix. It was the, the Toys That Made Us. Kind of like what oh, you're talking yeah, about the movies. Oh, yeah. I watched the one on G.I. Joe. Okay, uh, the, the Ninja Turtle one. Speaking okay. of G.I. Joe, you know those PSAs? They, they really make... <laughs> I don't know the PSAs. <laughs> but in the... Poor in, job sandwiches! In the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, or uh, they were talking about the, the, the toys of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yeah. I'm going to say TMNT because it's a lot of words to say. Anyway, they were talking about Ninja the Turtles. toys. Uh, they started getting a hit and they were like, all right, we've got to make a movie about this. But they were skeptical because of the live action movies flopped before this and they showed a picture of Howard the Duck. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to watch that in a couple of days. <laughs> Weird that he just popped up and said, this movie right. sucks. So I already had that going for me. When I came in this movie, like, ugh, this show already said the movie sucks. So great. It flopped. Right? But I, I did feel like, and this is a weird thing now, because as I'm watching Howard the Duck, the motions and even some, some of the way that he's speaking to me reminds me of like Michelangelo and Donatello. Okay. Uh, because I'm maybe the same guy made the animatronic or the face, whatever thing he, that they did. Yes. And I was like, oh, I guess some similarities here and why, how this maybe made room for Ninja Turtles to happen. Cause the technology was already there and they're like, well, that sucks. Let's make it better. The original Ninja Turtles, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But that was still pretty good though, man. That, yes. The Ninja Turtles are amazing. And it's probably because Howard the Duck sucks so bad. They're like, we got to fix this when we do our movie. And they did. And it was great. I mean, I, I, I just think it'd be Ninja Turtles would be better outright anyway, because there's four Ninja Turtles. Right. And mm-hmm. one duck. So check, <laughs> check, check this out. The, well, there's a lot of ducks. There's a lot of ducks in, in the, the beginning. beginning. Yeah. So check it out. The professor, the guy that you hate so much because it was so over the top, 
He's still making movies. Uh, I know he is, but he's, he's like mostly bad guys. He has a face that doesn't say, trust me. What do you? What'd you find? He's a voice actor for Invader Zim, the TV series. Oh. That is amazing. All right. Let's see here. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> is he a bad guy? Yeah. Sleepy Hollow is a victim. Okay. Cool. Reverend Steve Wick. Head chopped off. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe he's gonna be making spoilies now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's right, huh? So, all right. So, the premise of the movie is Howard Howard the Duck, Howard T. Duck, which I guess T stands for the... Duh. Yeah. Yeah. It was... <laughs> Glad you got that. He, he gets pulled. Uh, a laser gets fired on Earth that they're trying to do. Who cares anymore? Hmm. And he gets pulled gets through Gets redirected the to the duck world. Right. Which is an alternate universe, I guess. Yeah. Uh, because there's a lot of movies and things that are happening with ducks that are happening in our world as well. Yeah. Uh, so he gets pulled through the time vortex, lands here, and instantly is getting interrogated by some mobsters on the street, which was... <laughs> Those are mobsters? I don't know what the fuck they were. Uh, yeah. No, they were like... No, they were punks. Yeah, okay. And then, then they take him into the show, and we see Leah Thompson doing her thing on stage. Uh, cherry Bomb. Uh, and... They bombed. Yeah, everybody hates them. The manager's an asshole. So Howard the Duck is just kind of trying to figure out what to do, how to get back home, all confused. Do, do, do you think, like, the, the funny thing is Howard speaks English, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? He's from another world, but he speaks English. And then you have all the humans, obviously, speaking English. Right. If you were pulled off of Earth and landed on another world where they had... Basically the same thing. Yeah. Wouldn't you be freaking the fuck out? Yes, I would be. You wouldn't be like, no, I've got to find a job now. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? And it was also, if, if I were to see this duck person, I, would, I wouldn't be trying to approach it. I'd, I'd be very cautious. Like, you wouldn't what take is it, it home? No, I would not you take it home. You wouldn't be like changing and getting in your panties? And... No, 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 no. no. First Why? of all, as, as, as a girl of a, of a, of a rock band, you you need you need to be on guard constantly, especially about dudes. Yeah. Now you see a duck, uh, save your life. Who just saved you from two other guys? And feels very pitiful because he can't even get out of the rain. You still don't take the duck home. Why not? Because that's fucking weird. Why? You don't take anybody home. I don't care what they did. Why? Because if you're a girl in a rock band, this is a recipe for rape at your house or burglary. Hmm. Or she could kill him. Maybe, but she just beat a bunch of punks. Maybe he's dangerous. He looks like he's a duck. He knows kung fu, apparently. He's three feet tall. No, he knows quack fu. Quack fu. Sorry. My bad. (laughs) He knows quack fu. He carries a small little rubber in his wallet. That was a little uncomfortable. And not even in a package. That's what I was comfortable about. It was just an unopened condom. Yeah. It, it, or open when that Sorry. when when that falls when she pulls that out and goes oh Howard uh, and puts it back in there you know she's blushing like what is it is it is it covered in feathers <laughs> that's, that's all I want to know like, I mean, well it's not used <clears throat> so we I guess we assume Her no whole, but no I, I'm not talking about the rubber covered in feathers oh. I'm talking about the thing the rubber goes oh, on is his penis I covered don't. in feathers. <laughs> Feather I didn't think that much about Howard's penis. I got. I got to be honest. <laughs> but the, the whole relationship between 
Leah, Leah Thompson, what's your actual actress name? Beverly and Howard the Duck. It was very confusing. She was way too accepting of him way too early oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then way too comfortable and to the point where they almost had sex. Apparently it was a joke, but I don't know. I feel like uh, if you would have if you would have been like okay, she may have gone through. I with feel it. like I feel like by the end of the movie when he ends up staying there and they start singing together, Howard the Duck, yeah, yeah they're, oh, they're, they're gonna they're gonna fuck. Yes, they're gonna yeah, bone. They're banging it out for yeah. sure. So it's, it's very it's very weird. The whole dynamic is crazy. The, the the band is is I guess okay, but the manager is like a cartoon douchebag guy. Like, oh, I'm gonna take the money. And I'm not gonna pay him until she has sex with me. <laughs> yeah. And then Howard comes in and beats him up, get the money back. So the storyline is, is at the beginning is just what is happening. It's just basically like um, some sort of like the gumshoe movie. It's like an adventure. That's yeah. all it is. And then aliens come into it. The last like 20 minutes. I know, right? Well, nah, the whole half, next half of the movie is all about this alien guy. Yeah. Howard finds out. You go meet Tim Robbins, which is a crazy, crazy person, crazy scientist that's uh, trying to work his way up into the – Owning his own museum. Nice. Crazy, crazy person. Yeah. And he puts it together. Oh, maybe the duck, whatever. I'll take one of your feathers. And then they find out, oh, you're the same duck that we may have accidentally brought here. Come meet this other crazy person who's going to become a bad guy. You can get me home. Let's try the laser. Oh, now there's an alien inside of my body. Yeah. I like that. What do you think about those aliens, though, when they were coming down the... When they were coming down the, the thing. like like moving like ah I'm running enough for you ah what you didn't you see that you fall asleep again I don't what which part last second like the last like five seconds the before they would actually enter Earth's atmosphere I don't remember seeing that what <gasps> the hell because he didn't actually press the button right they killed him before he pressed the button yeah but they were coming down they were coming down the laser already oh I must have yeah. tuned out holy Christ yeah buddy yeah. There was a lot of this movie that I was just like I was really checked out almost the entire time. This guy, he, when he starts, he has powers. Uh, once he, he gets infested, there's an alien inside of him that's yes. growing, but yes. it's it's not it's, it's not like in Men in Black where it's an alien inside of a skin suit. It's it's like more a, sugar, right? Yes, <laughs> more, more. It's it's an alien that's it needs his body because it can't be without a body. As we're told, the, the, our, our overlord people need a body. That's why she, so like, he first takes Leah Thompson. You're going to be a new host for this other person. It's like a trill? A host body? No, trill? I don't Star Trek. Oh, you haven't seen DS9 yet, have you? I have not got to DS9, no. <laughs> so to me, it's, it seems like an alien from the Aliens movie where it starts off inside you, it starts growing, and but instead of breaking out of your chest, it just takes control of you somehow telepathically i don't know maybe because because then eventually he comes out of the body now he's now he's a full-on giant beast thing yeah so he doesn't need the body anymore so they need a body to grow what are the, well, what are the rules so, of these so people? you saw the giant beast thingy yeah that's the same ones that were coming down the laser oh, okay to maybe invade. i assume it was the same guy different shot or something i don't yeah, know okay. so he yeah. what these bad guys, these these dark lords, are they're here to destroy the earth, but only one person at a time until we go over the wor- the wormhole to bring them in. I, like I said, it's just, a, <laughs> it's just it's it's just an adventure. I I don't think 
as far as the storyline goes, there was anything there at all. Much thought. But, yes, no. no the storyline is weird, crazy. Oh yeah, the whole movie's weird, crazy. I think it was just a fun movie to do. This is George Lucas's thing. What? Yeah. This is a George Lucas movie. What? George Lucas is responsible for this movie. Yeah. Oh, he is. Yes. Yeah. That's even better. I love it. No, 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 no. Why not? Why not? He's even Star Wars. Then he makes Howard the fucking duck. I know, right? Oh, my God. It's like everything you're looking at this film, you're like, oh, this seems like it's going to be a great film. Oh, I got to watch this. Oh, no. no, How many bad decisions went into this? Leah Thompson decided, I want to do this after Back to the Future. Because Lucas after Star Wars, I want to do this. Maybe she had things for ducks. Or maybe she had a thing for Apparently. Maybe she wanted to give the duck a leg up. Yeah. Or a duck up. She wanted to to duck that. Uh, what? But I don't know. She wanted to duck and dive. Yeah, mm, so bad. What did you enjoy about the movie, Maestro? Was there scenes that you liked or something? Because I, I, the only thing I liked about it was the Holia Thompson scene in the bed. Okay, so there's a few. <laughs> that's that's all I got. Did I not tell you there was going to be a scene where you're going to like, damn, I wish I was that duck. I was expecting more. I was expecting it to go like uh, to a whole different level. I just found out now it was PG. I thought it was going to be more than PG. Uh, so I was expecting more, but even what I got was fantastic. I think if that movie was made and rated today, it might be PG-13. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. Or they would just like cancel out the nipples. Yeah. They just take the nipples off. And then everything's fine. Or, or make it like pixelated right in that scene. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or, oh, grab a curtain or something before you see anything. I think it'd be funny they grab a curtain that had naked ducks on it. <laughs> See, that's the thing about though. I know I glazed that over when I was a kid about the nipple duck, but now it's burnt in my head. <laughs> yeah. The interesting thing though is the duck on the cover of Play Duck did not have nipples like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess every mm-hmm. duck is different. You know, that's the thing about it, though. I mean, I like, don't I don't even think they should be showing considering the feathers. Right. I don't think yeah. ducks, ducks have nipples. Maybe no, she shaved. That Maybe is... she shaved her nipples. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. Plastic in, surgery. That's, that's, a... that's the thing in Duckville. Maybe she added them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In Duckville, that might be a thing, you know? So in this duck world, do you think there's humans? No. Do they get no. their sustenance from? Like, they eat humans for, for dinner? Right. No. Are there other cows? Are there, ca- are there other animals in this world? Or is it all ducks? My guess is they, because like all and all ducks, they supposedly do not eat meat. Okay. The thing is, though, is that there was a reference there where she's like, "I've never even had a pet." Blah blah blah. You start thinking, wait, do they have humans as pets there? Right. That's what I'm thinking because yeah, he knows like, what a pet is. Yeah. It's not like a what does that word mean? It's so like, like what? The ducks have dogs and cats and shit. Well, right. That's the theory behind what they were talking about earlier in the film. They're saying instead of the ma- the major. Um, creature that turned into the evolution of man yep. it was a, a, a version of the duck that evolved instead so everything else on the planet stayed the same but the one that actually evolved into a, a bipedal working person is the duck so uh, they have monkeys they have everything they just don't have okay humans. i also had a question about that in the museum they showed the duck turning into a humanoid duck was that actually in the museum? Is there an exhibit that shows a possible up no, that was just a thought. Duck? No. Well, I don't know. They didn't explain that. Because they, they, what what was up there on the the uh, in the museum was ape, Homo sapien, all the way up to man. You right. Know? 
and he was the the scientist, you know, yeah. glorified custodian, was saying, just imagine on your planet, this is what could happen. It was a duck and blah, blah, blah. And, and so he was picturing it. So they translated that for us yeah. to show us. That wasn't actually in the museum. It was a picture. Okay. It, it was them picturing it. Okay. Because otherwise, what kind of museum is this? Right. What the hell? Ugh. I, 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 I don't know what else to say about this movie. Nah, there's, there's, it's, it's just it, it, the whole thing is weird. The story is weird. Uh, so Howard the Duck is responsible for saving the world against his aliens because and to, and to do so he keeps himself from being able to go back to his home planet. Right. So now he's stuck here in order to be the manager of the cherry bombs, which are now a, a giant success. Right. Because of him. Right. And then they sing a song. Yeah, yeah. They, they sing a song based off Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Which I think that alone might get you some. Your little niche of your band is we have a live duck that right. walks and talks. I'll go see that band. I'll, I'll be quite honest with you. Um, I fell asleep. Oh, fantastic. Uh, probably two thirds, maybe three quarters. And I woke up to Howard the Duck. But I've seen it before, so I was like, eh, I know what happened. There was a scene in the diner when uh, the guy with the demon inside of him starts coming out. And they, they all – all the people that are in the diner start – by the way, this is a Japanese-American diner where they're all wearing like Japanese headbands and they serve sushi apparently and pancakes. It's a, it's a weird fucking restaurant. But once they realize, oh, it's a duck, they all – all, everybody in the diner pulls him down, holding him on the table, and they start peppering him with seasoning as they're going to cook him up and chop him up right there on the counter, even though he's talking, saying, No! <laughs> it's not weird to you. There's a duck here that's walking around and talking, and now you're going to that's, 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 chop him up. That's the only scene that struck you like that? No, the, the whole goddamn movie. I'm, just, <laughs> just, I'm trying to. I'm going through it now in my head. Are you, are you filling time here? Yes. There's nothing else to say about this fucking movie. It shouldn't be. You got nothing either? No, it's a great you movie. You got that I movie, it. Birthday Pick. Yeah, I liked it. Ah! What? I enjoyed the whole ride. All right. I'm going to move on then. To Hell, what? To the rest you're of the... You're at the end of the film. Yeah, no. To, to the rest of the game. The stuff oh. that we do out on the podcast. Oh, it's okay. not the movie review because I'm, I'm done talking about the movie. I got nothing else to say. It sucks. Uh, all right. Those are our opinions of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of opinions with zero credentials. Now we're going to hear people actually have credentials. The critics. Let's start with the bad reviews. <laughs> what makes you feel better? Yeah. All right. Uh, Paul Tancio from the Washington Post says, As you watch Howard the Duck, you get the vivid sensation that you're watching not a movie, but a pile of money being poured down the train. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Kerr from Chicago Tribune says, In the absence of anything resembling structure, character, point of view, or sense of purpose, this is no place else. There is no place else for this empty project to go. There you go. Uh, Carrie Ricky from Philadelphia Inquirer. What can you say about a comedy in which the biggest laugh is in the end credits? I didn't make it that far. If there's anything in the end credits, I didn't, I didn't see it. What was that, the kissing part? I don't know. I, I, as soon as I saw Ooh. credits, I turned the movie off. Was there something else there? Oh, the, i to remember. There was, there was one of the bad review from, uh, from one of the Siskel or Eberts. One of those guys says, who is this movie for? That was, that was his review. All right. Uh, now back to the good reviews, or uh, on to the good reviews. This is from Jay Boyer from the Orlando Sentinel. Reservations aside, it's hard to fault the tongue in Bill. <laughs> High spirits of a movie like Howard the Duck. 
See, we did our tongue and bill instead yeah, of tongue and cheek. Yeah. The next review. Oh, sorry. That's the only good review from the critics. Just the one. All right, now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. Like, you loved it. You uh, know you love this movie. I, I, I loved finding the reviews. Yeah, they were talking about the ending of the credits for just basically him going on the, sh- on the stage and playing the guitar. Oh. Yeah, that's that was, the biggest laugh? Which is funny because it's like a scene from Back to the Future when he's up there. Oh, right, the yeah. Guitar. yeah. He's Johnny B. Gooding. Yeah. All right, now it's time for the game. Oh, we did the part. Rotten Tomatoes score. Uh, if you're in front of the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten. 60 to 84 is fresh. 85 and up is certified fresh. What do you want to guess first, the critics or the audience? Ooh, let's go with the critics. Critics. Yeah. The tomato meter. Yeah. What do the critics rate this? Oh, let's go with uh, 30. 30%. Yeah. 15. 15%. 15. Wow. Okay. The tomato meter is exactly 15%. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. <laughs> I just uh, divided yours in half. All I was right. like, <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. assuming or based on the fact that I only found one good review. and That's I could, why I was basing it on. I could have gone on for more than three for the bad reviews. And, it, you know. All right. The audience. Wow. The audience. How do you think they like the movie? 30. 20. 30 and 20. Yeah. Audience actually rated this 38%. I don't know why. Yeah. I do. Because a bunch of maestros review. I was going to say a bunch of maestros. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if I was, as when I watched it as a kid, I probably would have given it a great rating because I thought it was entertaining when I was seven. That's right. All right. Now I'm watching it going. Okay, I was excited to watch this movie, but why? Paul Giamatti and Gary Oldman were not in this movie, thank God. Uh, we like Paul Giamatti and Gary Oldman, and they like we like to play this little game. If we put them in the movie to make it better, what <clears throat> roles would they take? So, what, what, you got any thoughts? I feel like I, I want to keep them out of this movie altogether. I don't want to. I don't want them to be associated with this. Well, uh, <laughs> I, Gary Oldman, I would think would be cool as the custodian scientist, the friend. He would. He would have played a lot better. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Who plays this guy? What's his name again? He looks very familiar. Uh, he was Jeffrey Jones. Didn't he? Wasn't he in Shawshank? Tim Robbins was. Oh, Tim, Tim Robbins. He was a uh, uh, no, no, not Jeffrey Jones. Robert. Jeffrey Jones is the guy with Beetlejuice. I'm not talking about him. Yeah, yeah. Tim yeah. Robbins. Yeah, he was in Shawshank. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the guy with glasses. Yeah. His friend, the friend who tried to take his duck feather at the beginning. Yeah, Tim Robbins. Yeah. Oh, you wanted that guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, Jeffrey Jones is the uh, guy. Uh, I like Tim Robbins in it. Okay. I think Paul Giamatti would have been better in that role than – I would have liked the bad uh, guy. That, no, that's what I was thinking. I'm sorry. Did I say Ullman? No, Paul Giamatti. Oh, okay. Yes. Sorry. Paul, yes, Paul no, Giamatti. No. Yeah. Okay. Gary Ullman I think would have been better as the, the bad guy, but like no, I said, yeah, I'd rather no. keep him out of this. Yeah. Mishra? Yes. Um, Gary cool. Oldman would oh. definitely be Jeffrey Jones. Okay. Because of his like stuttering anger and possible like crazy speak, uh, and Giamatti would definitely would be. <gasps> no, that's a different movie. Giamatti could have voiced Howard. Yeah, that would be good. I think that would have made it more entertaining. Yeah, because he could have got more like a anger if you wanted to. I mean, it's just yeah. stuff, like just showing us like. Eh. Yeah. yeah, I think Jamari does well as a, like a what the hell is happening? Yeah, <laughs> which which is basically Howard's whole uh, thing. Yeah. All right, now it's time for trivia. This is a part of the show where I give you guys little bits of information you may not know about the movie. 
According to reports, at the time of the movie's release, George Lucas had just built the $50 million Skywalker Ranch complex and was counting on this film to get him back in the black. When it bombed, he was forced to start selling off assets to to stay afloat. His friend Steve Jobs offered to help buying Lucasfilm's newly launched CGI animation division for a price well above market value. Lucas, in desperate straits and thankful for the assistance, agreed. That division eventually became Pixar Animation Studios. So this movie is responsible for Pixar. Fantastic. In in one way, yeah. In a Twitter comment, actress Leah Thompson confirmed that she still has the Les Paul guitar, Cherry Bomb, and still sometimes plays it. That's nice. Uh, Leah Thompson actually did the singing for all the songs on this character's band, as did the other actresses in the group. On a 2009 DVD, she states that even during filming, the studio had not made a final decision as to whether to keep her singing voice or dub her. That's cool. She was singing. Howard the Duck made a second cinematic appearance in the pa- in the post credit scene of Guardians of the Galaxy 2014. Exactly 28 years and one day after Howard the Duck's theatrical release. Oh. Both movies are based on Marvel comic books. I didn't know Howard the Duck was a Marvel comic book. Yes. Yes. That's kind of disappointing. Oh, really? But also, based on that, the evil overlord is based on the Marvel villain who originally brought Howard to Earth. His title in the comics is Thog, the Nether Spawn, Overmaster of Sominous. I'll be happy with that one? No. That's, I, I'm, I'm happy to almost be done with this podcast. <laughs> Money makes the world go round. We want to put the film in perspective with other films that were released this year so we get a feel financially how it held up to its peers. The budget for this film was $37 million. That was the budget? Yo, <laughs> uh, how much of the red was that going? All right. So, uh, how much do you think this grossed worldwide? Twelve, five, twelve, five, five. All right. In the U.S., this grossed sixteen point three million dollars. In the foreign box office, twenty one point seven million. So the total was thirty eight million dollars. So just roughly about the same amount it cost to make the. Yeah, film. the budget was thirty seven and made thirty eight. So this sucked. I win. Yeah, you got to do. This film debuted on August first, nineteen eighty six, with five million dollars. Day after um, my birthday. The opening weekend. Ah. This was the fifty second highest grossing film of nineteen eighty six. Number one that year oh, was. I almost cracked, cracked the top fifty. You want to take a guess what the number one film? Nineteen eighty six. From nineteen eighty six. Back to the Future. Uh, no, no that three. was eighty four. I think. Yeah, three. No. Back to the Future 3, is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know. No. Uh, I think when I first walked into your house the other day, this was playing the soundtrack on a vinyl. Top Gun. Top Gun. All right. Top Gun was number one in 1986. Danger Zone? Yeah. Highway. Kenny Loggins. Ah. Lana! Oh. It's from Archer. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's 1986, Howard the Duck, directed by Willier Hook. Check out our website, ratbackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. And uh, write us email, spoilers at ratpack.productions for any questions, opinions, or movie requests. Yeah. Now is you it? could say you've watched Howard the Duck. Uh, yes, it is definitely off my list. Finally? Finally. Yeah. I've always been curious. Uh, for some reason, I thought the voice was going to be... 
Oh no! Yeah, Garfield's voice. Who's Garfield's voice? Which one? Which Garfield? Uh, Ghostbuster. A Ghostbuster? Oh, uh, Bill Day. Murray. Bill Murray. For some reason, I thought Bill Murray was going to be the voice of Howard the Duck. Really? I don't know why. Maybe that would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's fantastic, Mr. Fox, which is another movie which... Is that animatronic? Is that real life? Fantastic, Mr. Fox? Yeah. Let me check. Uh, I don't know. Who cares? Uh, so that was Maestro's pick of Howard the Duck from 1986. Thank you, Maestro, as always, for giving us a movie to do a podcast on that we are getting through in record time. Claymation. <laughs> Speaking of Bill Murray, he uh, recently applied for a job at P.F. Chang's. <laughs> what? Yeah. Is that real? Appar- yeah, no, seriously. Apparently, P.F. Chang's is like one of his <laughs> most favorite, fam- favorite restaurants. All right. And he's like, what the hell? Uh, I'm going to apply for a job. At the time, the story that I read, at, the story that I read at the time, he still has not been contacted for an interview, but he literally filled out an application there, there's a great documentary about Bill Murray and about his crazy antics. Bill Murray's not a part of this at all. Somebody made this documentary yeah, independent of Bill Murray. He just shows up randomly. Yeah. Yes, about all of the times he shows up at random locations and just changes people's lives because if he just he's there for a minute, then he's gone. <laughs> it was oh, it was, it was a fun movie. A fun I movie remember watch. watching an episode of that with you where he showed up at somebody's party at their house. Yep, yep, and he was just. Serving the drinks. And, yes, you know, exactly. You know, giving them drinks. Hey, you you having a good time? You're, you're great. Do you need a drink? Let me get you a drink. You yeah. Know, like, oh, it's fantastic. Ah, <laughs> oh, Bill Murray, God bless his soul. All right. So that was Howard the Duck. Uh, next week we're doing. Oh, there's a movie coming out called In Fabric, which is about uh, people making clothes. Okay. Yep. It's kind of fashionable. Right. It's loosely related to fashion because fashion needs fabrics, right? Right. So uh, because of that, a weird connection I made, we're doing 2006, The Devil Wears Prada. How? Oh. Mm-hmm. Why was it about fabrics? And Michael Hathaway. just does Zoolander for all we care. No, no. I'm not doing Ben Stiller unless I have to. Yeah. And Hathaway? Yes. And Hathaway, bad, hello. Yeah. Yes. Way on board. Unlike uh, this movie, it made me feel Les Miserables. Oh, we could watch uh, Anne Hathaway. Hathaway makes me feel fantastic. <laughs> we, could, we could watch a Mannequin. It's too late, man. Mannequin. It's too late. Ooh, mannequin. <laughs> Already think Level of Prada. We had to do Mannequin sometime, though, dude. Is that like a, that's like a weird science type of thing? No. no. But it's the same Wait. kind of premise. Mannequin what? comes alive. It used to be a mannequin, and now it's a human, then that's a mannequin again. I think no. I saw that movie. No. No. No, no, you're right. you're not, no, you're, no, you're, oh wait, right. no, the female, the female's <laughs> mannequin. I am right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, the female's mannequin. Yes, yeah. she is. I, I, when you said a mannequin, mannequins come to life, I was like, no, no, just that's Doctor Who. Yeah, that's Doctor Who. Yeah. That's the first episode which you should avoid of the 2005 reboot. Or we could watch Love Potion number nine. It's already too late, man. We're doing Devil's Part. Until next time, I'm Adam. Thanks for playing. I'm Maestro. I was here. I'm Cowboy. Thanks, Maestro, for this movie. <laughs> Thanks, Maestro. Thank You're welcome. Thank you, Maestro. Send your emails about him. Yes, Maestro at ratpack.productions. And tell me how you like to hurt Adam more. Hey, oh. hey, so so uh, The Dark Crystal doesn't seem as bad as Turns uh, out that's a, that's a much better movie than I thought it was, comparatively speaking. <laughs> See you guys. It could get a lot worse. Oh. <laughs> I have movies. No, you would, you're done. You, you, would cr- you could cringe. You're done, son. You got a year. You got a year. We'll live it up.